Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. All roses on your way and let you be blessed with the wisdom to tackle the thorns among them. Sonia Arakal believes that young people will be disproportionately burdened by the economic and social problems developing in our culture right now. It's no doubt a conversation she has frequently around the dinner table because she and her husband are among the many young Australians who moved back in with a parent during 2020. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. Sonia Arakal is the co-founder of Think Forward. It's a political lobby group created to encourage politicians to put intergenerational fairness front and centre of every policy debate. But to paint Sonia as a selfish millennial would be selling her very short. As you'll hear, she thinks about lots of people she's worried are falling through the cracks. At Think Forward, we talk a lot about intergenerational fairness. And that's this idea that for a lot of young people, especially in the millennial and Gen Z generation, they're facing a lot tougher economic circumstances than previous generations, especially the baby boomer generation. So we talk about what kind of economic reforms we need in tax settings, superannuation and housing to make things a little easier for the younger generations, especially after COVID. It's quite interesting, actually. I talk a lot about fairness between the generations. And last year, I found myself living in a multi-generational household, which has taught me a lot of things about how we look after each other, how to look after your own mental health across the generations and the role of carers in our society. 
Last year, my mother had her cancer come back, and so everyone in my family came back home to Perth to support each other and help her through that. It was a really tough time, and as people who look after someone who's sick or disabled or has mental health issues knows, COVID made it very complicated. But at the same time, there was something really nice about moving home and living all together during a year that was really a tough one to be on your own. Living with my grandma, and my mum and my dad brought a kind of joy um, in terms of just the little things, you know, when you're at work, what someone might bring in your washing for you, or I'll take my grandma to the library. My dad makes delicious Indian breads. It meant that we shared the burden of 2020 in a way that made it a little bit more bearable. One of my favorite things about living in a multi-generational household is some people have Instagram quotes, but I have my grandma as my personal quote generator. She writes little notes and leaves them around the house. And one of them is, I've got here with me. I'll read it out to you as you might enjoy it. She's written, all roses on your way and let you be blessed with the wisdom to tackle the thorns among them. So it's these little nuggets of wisdom really helped to deal with the kind of challenges of 2020. That isn't to say it's all roses when you live in a multi-generational household. I can tell you I've become a 24-7 IT support for my grandma's WhatsApp and iPad needs. And I'm sure if you ask my parents, they'll say my husband and I don't do our fair share of work in the garden. So every day is this negotiation and compromise, which can be difficult. But every day you also have that support and companionship, which makes it worth it. I feel it's a little bit sad that there's a stigma around young people moving back home. But at the same time, especially last year, we see a lot of them doing that. And there's a reason for that. And that's because it's really difficult in terms of owning your own home or rental security. And being able to live many generations under one roof addresses not only the practical side of that, but also helps on the mental health side of things. So I think there's all these untapped benefits, not even to mention the environmental side of the use of resources in just one household compared to that being multiplied by three for your grandma, yourself and your parents. And there's this real um, beautiful solution in multi-generational living for some people. And I think in many ways, it's not something that's a part of Anglo-centric cultures in many places like Southern Europe or in Asia and the Middle East where I'm from. It's perfectly normal for extended families to live together. But here, it's still something that I think young people feel a stigma around. And that's sad because they're the ones that often get a lot of the benefits out of it, especially when it comes to mental health. And to be fair, it's a privilege to be able to live in a house big enough to have three bedrooms that everyone can have their own bedroom and space. And so there's a lot of reason why people can't do that. But for those who can, I think it's a great way of addressing the loneliness crisis, which is something that older people also suffer from and young people suffer from. And together they can help each other in the mental health side of things. It is a tough time and for a lot of people who care for a sick family member, they often forget to care for themselves. And I think I've really seen that in watching my father and my grandmother in this house look after my mum. And so one of the things that I'm really passionate about is helping our society care for carers. And I sit on the board of Carers WA and there's actually all these services for people who are family carers to access so that they can look after themselves so that they can care for their loved one. Often though, people don't access 
access these services because they're so busy day-to-day life and looking after someone and looking after the house and working and grocery shopping that they forget to stop and look at how they're helping themselves before filling their own cup before filling someone else's. A lot of people don't even know that they're a carer, so anyone can be a carer. If you look after an elderly parent or a friend who you see regularly, there's almost 2.65 million Australians provide care to a family member or a friend, and these are all unpaid carers, and who's caring for them? And one of the simplest but most effective things you can do is recognise and help them understand how important what they do is. You know, we talk a lot about social justice causes or inequalities that are important to talk about, but we miss the small everyday heroes. And so turning to your friend who might be caring for their elderly parent um, or who they're caring for their disabled child and acknowledging that they're a hero in our community and that all the work they do makes our society a better place to live in, I think is a really simple, important thing that we can do for carers all around Australia. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the ACAST Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.